It's every other Monday's main event. everyone, welcome to Every Other Monday's Main Event, a professional wrestling podcast where we each talk about one match that we made the other one watch. I wouldn't say made, we're doing it with joy and with glee. Oh, and Barry. Honor. Actually, I, I, oh, this one, uh, a bit more of a torture session than uh, <laughs> yes, definitely. Than the usual. Uh, I'm Michael. Oh, and I'm Bill over here. Hey. That's right. We're, we're two uh, deeply close friends that are very much in love and we're going to talk about the wild and wacky world of professional wrestling and uh certainly uh wacky would be a polite way of putting our picks for this week um a couple of polished with, turds yeah we're, we're going to start with william's pick here yeah <laughs> uh, from survivor series 1993 bill tell us about this match well actually copied uh it's all Okay, so again, I'm older, so I was watching, uh, this is my wheelhouse in, for, in terms of wrestling. I watched from the mid-80s to about uh, the, what, late 90s, early 2000s. So early 90s, I was all into it. My dad would get me the pay-per-views, and so we have the 1993 Survivor Series match. It, uh, it is the Doink's team of four Doinks versus the Bam Bam Bigelow's team, which is Bam Bam Bigelow, Bastion Booger, and the uh, racially insensitive Head Shrinkers. Yeah. If you're from Samoa, you're a savage, apparently. So uh, Wikipedia, I copied and pasted from Wikipedia the uh, the backstory, if I may read that quickly. Please. Doink the Clown had annoyed Bam Bam Bigelow throughout October and November with such pranks as throwing water and confetti on him and dumping a pail of water on Bigelow's on-screen girlfriend, Luna Vachon. Hubba That's hubba, rude. by the way. Uh, he also uh, tied a tripwire across the aisle during one of Bigelow's matches. After Bigelow fell over the wire, Doink attacked him with a broom. And, and Doink's the good guy here. Doink. Uh, Bigelow responded by coming to the ring during one of Doink's matches and destroying Doink's toy wagon. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Uh, the character of Doink was played by several wrestlers who occasionally appeared at the same time. The matchbook for Survivor Series advertised Bigelow teaming with Bastion Booger, who betrayed an overweight and dirty glutton and the head shrinkers. Oh, boy. <laughs> and uh, to face the four Doinks. To promote the match, Doink appeared on the video wall that was part of the set during Bigelow's matches leading up to the event. The wall used a split screen to show multiple Doinks talking and laughing at the same time. Oh no. So uh so this match took place at the Boston oh this oh card took place at the Boston Garden, the old Boston Garden. Which was a from for me and for you I'd imagine. Uh, local did you ever get to go to the old Boston Garden? Were you old enough? I went uh, once. I went to a Boston Bruins hockey game. Oh, I've been, I've been for Bruins and Celtics. I used to see circuses there, and I think I saw like some kind of something on a, or other on ice there. Um, they just straight up tore that down, correct? That's not. Oh, that's, that didn't get repurposed into anything else, or besides the parquet floor for the Celtics, no. Oh wow! Yeah, it's gone. That's too bad. It is. Oh, and for a while, the old scoreboard for Celtics and Bruins games used to hang for some stupid reason in the uh, Arsenal Mall in Watertown, Massachusetts food court. Oh. Because that's what that's where you want to put a piece of sports history in a shitty mall. I say, why wouldn't they just move that into like the TD Garden? Or the, I don't know, like oh, some kind of sports hall of fame or something. Yeah. What the hell? That's bullshit. That's disrespectful, if you ask me. Yeah. But anyways, so. 
they uh, did some promos for the match that they have all for Bam Bam Bigelow's side. Now he cut some like loud, nonsensical uh, promo, and everyone else is just covered in turkey, eating turkey and like bananas for some reason. Did you watch yeah, the promos was, beforehand? Yeah, this is a very food heavy match, actually, too. It's, like, so. it's just gross. Everyone's just like covered in like turkey bits and like grease and stuff. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they make their way down to the ring, and then uh, yeah, the doinks start coming down. But oh, old trickery here. It's actually the Bushwhackers, the first yep. two doinks. And the Vince McMahon's like very forced, ha ha ha, laughter. <laughs> this is back when he was like a, a very goody two shoes announcer man. Yep, very handsome and charming. Yeah, I didn't, at, at that point, I, I'm sure it wasn't, you know, very known, but I had no idea he was the owner of the company. I just thought he was, you know, the guy doing the announcing for the matches. Yeah, well, they didn't make it. Uh especially known i mean they i know they i know they would joke about it from time to time as far as i know but uh it was always yeah. kind of like ha, 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 but not really right um and then the uh the men in a mission tag team that's right who i know you know uh viscera i'm sure yeah. you know was viscera but this is what he was at first yeah so yeah um with that guy who's freestyling rap manager who's not like he's going to have a heart attack after every line yeah. <laughs> oscar <laughs> So there's not much to this match, really. I mean, the teams come down. Bam Bam Bigelow's upset because there's no real doink. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's shenanigans. It's supposed to be a comedy match. I did notice they, they showed a lot of crowd shots. and It, was like, it seemed like a ton of kids. There was but a this... little girl in the crowd who very clearly had chicken pox and was there to spread it to all the oh, children at the Boston Garden. Yes, yes, I recall that. Maybe it was the measles. Oh, my God. what That's irresponsible parenting, man. Yeah. Um... So what do we have here? Uh, so someone was one of the head shrinkers gets eliminated first. That's right. I believe he gets he pops the water balloon in his own face, which blinds him. Water? Oh no! It was the head shrinker that uh, was not Fatu. Oh, Samu. Uh, yes, because Fatu went on to be uh, Rikishi, who had he was a. Also, uh, a he long... was also well. He was also before that. He was uh, still Fatu with some kind of like positive message. It was also the uh, clothes, right? Yeah, um, and he wasn't a savage; he could talk suddenly. And then he was also was it the Sultan? Oh God, yeah, <laughs> something, something in that realm, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll look it up, but I think something like that. But I said, and they of course, to... he, uh, if, in his genitals, he gave birth to uh, the Usos, who are uh, current tag team in WWE, and. Uh, Certainly, future Hall of Famers in their own right, and oh. uh, the, all this and all the Samoans uh, are, you know, intertwined in some form or fashion. So, obviously, you know, all three of the head shrinkers are related to each other, but also to you know, The Rock and Roman Reigns and Yokozuna Jack, and that too. Yokozuna and Tamina and oh, all probably them. the uh, I forget that the whoever the manager of the anger of the Samoans was. Yeah. And was it Angry Samoans, which was a band? Um, and then just, there's just... the Wild Samoans, which were a tag team. Oh, I think the, I think the manager of the Samo of the Head Shrinkers was one of the Wild Samoans back in the day. Was Haku in that too? Yeah, there's a there's a at, at some point I'm sure. Oh, uh, sorry, oh wait, a... isn't part of the family? Yes, yes. Yeah. I'm just reading. It was it was yeah. Make a difference. Fat too was in the mid '90s. Boy. Let's see here. It's, uh... Have you seen his uh, his work as Rikishi? 
I, I oh, because that was happening in was that early two thousands? Yeah, he did the stink face. Where he put yeah, I recall that. Face. I do recall that. Yeah, it's gross. That's not. That's not good. But he was actually uh, real, in real life involved in a. He was shot in a drive-by shooting when he was clinically dead for three minutes. Oh fuck! That explains the large scar in his abdomen. Oh my god! So I just want to get that in there. Anyways, though, back to this awesome match. Back to Bastion Boogers smoking hot bod. My God, I, I I read that before this gimmick, he was shortly he was like an evil monk before this, but there was protests from whoever about that. So they so they stopped that gimmick and they punished him for no reason by making him wear the too small outfit and being like this like filthy slob. God, he was also. So, I just think like I don't care if you're built like the Rock. No one's gonna look good in that outfit, and yeah. that's just that's oh, just but, rude. Yeah. And I guess at one point he used to wrestle in WCW as Norman the Lunatic. Oh my God! Side note, guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, did he go next? Yeah, he was the next one to go with whatever that stupid little dance move and like basically like putting his balls in your face. Oh my God! But the second time he missed, and that apparently hurt his hips. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even though he just gonna... he just did it. Um, but I do like how he like, he could have pinned, but he wanted to eat a banana instead. I mean, was... listen, when <laughs> hunger strikes. But he had been chowing on turkey and bananas the whole time. He's still hungry. Yeah, so yeah, so he took, a leg, he took a big leg drop from Mabel and he got pinned. But what I liked about that was uh, even after like he was like up and like on his feet, he still had half a banana sticking out of his mouth. Man. And um, also when Mabel uh, pinned Bash and Booger, he like, spun around like belly spinned him. Oh, I, yeah, I do have that in my note that Mabel covering Booger and spinning around is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, and then Moe's riding the scooter around the ring, and then the food really gets intense. Oh, yeah, the, the using a turkey carcass. The other... Oh, Fatou is using a turkey carcass, hitting yeah. one of the bushwhackers with it. Oh, my God. Um, I think it, he may have... Um, I, I think it was Luke. I think it was he may have actually been bleeding from the head, I'm guessing maybe from the turkey carcass. Oh, that's right. Yeah. There's a little bit of color. Yeah, a little bit. A little whoops. Uh oh. But so yeah, he. Uh, this is another like you know plan spot because he has to look for where the banana peel is so we can slip on it, fat too, yep. so we can get pinned. So he goes away because he's got a you know gets a bucket of nothing thrown at him. Oh boy. Yeah, it was it was a rough one. I'm almost sorry I made you watch it. <laughs> almost. Oh. I'm only not sorry because of the match you made me watch. Yeah. But, but, God. Yeah, but then uh, you know, Bam Bam Bigelow, he did. You know, he was the only one who was actually doing any damage really to the other team. Yeah, well, he's he's the only you know legit person in that match. Yeah, on either side. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, the Bushwhackers. I mean, even just you know when they when they were themselves, they were just kind of uh you know doing bits. They were just kind of there for the laughs. They're saying whoa and yay, yeah. Lick, licking each other's heads. Gross. That sweet little walk. <laughs> I guess if you want to call it that. Um, but yeah, so they eventually they all. I, forget, I don't remember exactly how they pin. Uh, was it like they like squish Bam and Bigelow in the corner, and that's enough to and he split and uh, Mabel splashes him, and they all pin him like pig pile style. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they all kind of hop on. Yeah, the ref just doesn't give a shit either. Yeah, the ref's anything. Let me get yeah, back. Tur- and have a drink. Yeah, <laughs> probably after that match. But that's yeah, pretty much how that ends. Um, I did make notes of, uh, you know, let's get some dead wrestlers in this match. Oh God! 
Batman Megalo, 2007. That's right. Bastion Booger, 2010. Mabel, 2014. Yeah. Probably more, but I, I guess I got Luna's bored. Luna's dead. Oh, she is? Yeah, yeah, she died in 07. Oh, any idea how? A drug overdose. Oh, that was, that was Batman Megalo, too. Luna oh. Vachon was married to Gangrel. The vampire. Uh, the vampire. Wow. Banging and banging. I see. Yeah, Luna was, uh, she was in a little bit when I started watching. She was part of the Oddities. I don't know if you knew them. They were, uh, it was a stable of you know, Oddities. It was supposed to be like a circus sh- sideshow. And, uh, that rings I a bell. Their theme song. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, and there was like a big guy that carried her on a Cartman doll. It was uh, awful. But, uh, no, I mean, Luna Vachon was like, uh, I think even by Survivor Series, this this uh, event she was kind of like, uh, yeah. As far as far as women at the time were concerned, was relatively legendary. She had you know been through all like the territories and had made a name for herself and uh, was just kind of known as a badass. No, and now she's she, dead. Did she ever wrestle? Yeah, she actually. I don't, is, I don't know if she, so she died. Good. She said died two thousand ten. Oh, two thousand ten. She was married three times. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of Luna to go around, man. <laughs> um, what's that? Showing everyone that she loves them. She found them. Oh. Can't fault anyone for that. Yeah. Well, all right. So that, that was pretty much my garbage match this time around. Well, don't forget the, doink sh- the real Doink showed up at the end. On oh, the right. To taunt on the screen. He tried to kiss Luna through the and screen. Did. And he spit. Yeah. I actually didn't mind the, that character. I think he started off as a as an evil clown. I wish they kind of kept that, but... Yeah, well, it was it was interesting. Again, my my uh, my lovely wife was watching this with me. Um, oh, apologies to her. Yeah, I'm a terrible husband, <laughs> and uh, well, you know what? Quarantine does some weird things to you. Yeah. Um, but when Doink showed up, she was like, you know what? She's like, as far as like people that have to be a crazy clown in wrestling, like that's a pretty good person for the role. Like he had, uh, you know, he had a good voice for it. He had the good demeanor. He performed very well as a clown. It was, he you did. know, if you're going to have a clown, he was legit. Well, he went all in on that. Yeah. And he was like doink, like one, he was like one of like four different doinks. You want to hear a really uh, good doink story? Yes. And uh, I want to say 2002, 2003, maybe 2001, actually. Uh, backstage at an event, Chris Jericho was in a storyline where he had to, um, he, he was like dressed as doink as a disguise. Yeah. And, uh, Shawn Michaels was backstage. And I think this was just before he had come back to the ring. So he was on a lot of pain pills. He was still like really messed up at the time. He hadn't found God and cleaned up his act or anything. And he was really fucked up and he saw Chris Jericho dressed as doink. And he goes, Chris, you Okay. <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, man, what's up?" And he's like, "They got you doing doink now." And he's like, "No, no, no. It's like it's for a thing. I'm doink in disguise so I could stick up." So he's like, "No, dude, I'm so sorry. They shouldn't make you doink. That's not fair. You're better than that. You don't have to be doink." And he's like, "I'm not doink. I'm just doing it for a segment." And he's like, "I'm so. I'm gonna go talk to Vince, Chris. I'm sorry about that. I'm gonna tell." <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> like, "All right, cool. <laughs> See you later." Yeah. <laughs> I think it was uh, Matt Osborne that was this particular doink. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and he was like the main doink. And there was like, I think they did like they tried to like make it one of those characters that other people could play them, and it just never really connected with anyone else. Yeah, I, yeah. I was. I just took a quick look, but 
Yes. What do you got? Oh, man. I apologize. I I wanted to bring this up because I know that it's like this reviled match. I haven't watched it since it aired live in 1999. It is the infamous Kennel from Hell match, the Big Boss Man versus Al Snow at Unforgiven 1999 for the Hardcore Championship. Before the Hardcore title, of course, became a uh, 24-7 rule. It was an actual title that was defended in matches. And... This came about because the big boss man and Al Snow were feuding. Al Snow had a little chihuahua named Pepper. The big boss man murdered Pepper and <laughs> round him up and fed him to Al Snow. Uh, so they were mad at each other and dogs were involved. So they said, let's do a kennel from hell match. And I was still watching it this time, but I don't remember this. To be oh, honest. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I, I forced it out of my mind. A lot of people did. and A lot of people were right, too. So the premise of the match would be that you're in a steel cage and the steel cage is surrounded by a hell in a cell and between the steel cage and the cell would be angry, rabid, vicious, violent dogs that if you fell out of that cage, you would get attacked by the dog. And Vince McMahon's vision for the match was that these dogs would be outside the ring, they'd be scary, they'd be barking, they'd be trying to attack you, and that if you fell out of the ring, they'd immediately come for you and start biting you, making you like, oh god, I gotta get back in, it's scary to be out of there. And if you watch the match, the dogs bark a little bit, but at each other, and they pee a lot, and they're quiet, and they don't care about the human beings. They don't. They no, no attention to them whatsoever. Yeah. It did not work at all as intended. I don't know why they didn't give that a dry run like weeks in advance. I know. In the, I like, it's funny how they both wrestlers had to play up like they were still terrified of these dogs that did not care about them. Yeah, like there's one point where Al Snow is out of the cage and he's like, oh no! And the dog has its back turned to him. Yeah. And it's like just sniffing another dog's butt and it's like, oh god. <laughs> did any dog shit, do you know? I didn't see it, but uh, one of them had to have it at some point. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. I mean, if I was a dog, I would have. <laughs> so just to put something into this match. So just so I'm clear, the big boss man killed the dog and cooked it and fed it to someone. Yeah, I don't remember what he he put it in like a hamburger or like a chili or something. I don't know if I'm confusing that with South Park, but uh, Al's yeah, Al Snow fed the dog. I mean, a, a big boss man fed the dog to Al Snow, and uh, this was also around the time that, like, you know, the, the big boss man dragged the Big Show's father's casket around the oh, funeral. that I remember. So yep. there's, the big boss man was doing a lot of really, really dastardly, fire. but just cheap stuff to get people to dislike <laughs> him. And It was effective, oof. apparently. He's getting matches, right? Yeah, he was... Well, it was funny because when I put this on on the WWE Network, um, I don't I, I don't remember what confused me, but I was like, I thought it was the main event. And I'm like, they fucking closed the show with this. <laughs> but they did. There was like a six-man, uh, six-way match or something for the title. I don't fucking know. It wasn't that, thankfully. They, um, they, they built that cage fast, too. Yeah. Well, the, the classic steel cage on the inside, not the, the other one, the cell on the outside. But it was, um, man, like, it was just, it's not a good match. No. You know, Al Snow and Big Boss, man, they're both 
solid performers. You know, they were trying, uh, but just nothing worked in their favor. They were, you know, they had other weapons and like none of the other, there was powder and that was supposed to be like a big deal. Yeah, but it just, nothing was clicking. Yeah. Uh, Big Boss Man even bled. I think they both bled, didn't they? Oh, yeah. But like, it had no, this was at a point anyway where like wrestlers bled so frequently that it didn't have the impact of like, oh shit, he's busted open. It was just like, oh no, they just get busted open all the time now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just it's just a depressing, boring, uh, unpleasant, unenjoyable match. And uh, it it never. It's not like it was something that was like, oh, you know what? On paper, it could have been so good. It had, it, no, it just it was a weird, uh, kind of trashy feud. And the premise of the match had like a. One percent chance of actually working out an execution, and uh, you know these poor dogs are fucking traumatized. And you know what the f- you don't put a dog in front of that many people to begin with. And well, it's also giving uh, Rottweilers. It's reinforcing a bad stereotype that they're just all vicious beasts too. Exactly not the case, right? And it, 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 it's no more clear the case than. In that match, they're just sweet little dogs. They're just hanging out. They're being adorable little creatures, and they'll bark from time to time. And it's like, I'm not afraid of these. I want to pet one and play with one. Yeah. I wouldn't run from it. No. The only real true saving grace of this match is that when it's over, Al Snow escapes and he runs off. And then the boss man goes after him. And the dogs go after Big Boss Man, and one of the dog guys tripped as the dog was chasing after the Big Boss Man. That was oh, mildly God. amusing. I didn't. I missed that part. I didn't see that part. <laughs> because you rushed to shut it off the second the bell rang, like a <laughs> probably yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, the only worthwhile the, part of the whole thing. Even the the commentators seemed bored with yeah, this one. Yeah, they didn't know what to make of it. They were just like, okay, we can we can phone this one in. And they did. Yes. Rightfully so, though. Yeah. It's too bad. Uh, you know, Bossman is no longer with us, unfortunately, but he was a classic example of just a really good villain in pro wrestling. Uh, you know, even at this time, even with the what they gave him, he owned it. He took it very seriously, and uh, he was a real prick. And, uh, you know, Al Snow was just always a very solid guy. You know, he was the coach on the Tough Enough show for years for a reason, because he's just a guy that, you know, he, he knows how wrestling works, and uh, you know, he's a, he's a smart and sensible dude, and boy, just uh, nothing nothing worked in that match. It did not. Would you, uh, what would you, if you had to watch another one, would you rather watch this one again or the Survivor Series match? Oh, God, the Survivor Series one, because at least stuff happens. Yeah, me too, I'd say. The, the Count <laughs> from Hell is just uh, depressing. Yes. <laughs> Do look up a picture of Al Snow, though, because he, um, he's very ripped. In oh, now? 2020, let's, yeah. Let's see. He's, uh, I wouldn't call it naturally ripped, but uh, you know what? All the power to him. He looks better than Oliver looks. So. Oh, let's see. All the pictures are. Let's see. He's a very muscly man. I put Al Snow now because <laughs> it's a lot of. Uh... Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. He's just more ripped than he's ever been. But hey, fuck it. He knows what he's doing. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as long as he doesn't pop, I'm happy for him. Let's hope not. Everybody loved Head. Hey, that's well, that started in ECW. You knew that, yeah. right? Yeah. 
And look how fucking over it was. Uh, even in this match, that was like the only time the crowd got alive was when he pulled head out of a bag and yeah, <laughs> clocked the boss man with it heavily too. It was a violent. Uh, yeah, I bet that hurt. The uh, the best part about Al Snow and Head was the 1999 video game WWF Attitude, uh, where Head was an unlockable character, and. <laughs> It was just the head, and then it had an invisible body, but you could just see, like, black hands and black feet. Really? Yeah, it was dumb, but, uh, you know, it was, like, it was like the last unlockable of the game. Like, you had to do something ridiculous to unlock it. Oh. Which, wait, which game was this again? Uh, it was WWF Attitude. Oh, all right. It was on the uh, N64 and the PS1, and uh, uh, I spent most of my 1999 playing that i was just looking through more pictures and apparently at one point in his career al snow was a some type of tag team champion with uh, the guy who ended up being kane oh no kidding let's see yeah um smw tag team champions smoky mountain wrestling yeah how about that a blonde yeah okay let's see so I figured we uh we got a few minutes to to discuss that. Oh, it's just a picture from yeah from nineteen ninety five. To disinfect. Yes, <laughs> disinfect the uh, this episode. What a, what a yeah. horrible nightmare of a match. I guess they were the dynamic duo. That was their name. That tag team was yeah. Oh wow, good for them. Kane's another one. I've always loved Kane. Will he be featured in some match probably at some point? Oh, absolutely. At the very least, the Inferno match. You sent me something? Yeah, a little gif of uh, this head character from the video game. Okay, let's see. Everyone listening at home can listen to it. Oh, yes! Yeah. It is. It's a disembodied head, hands, and black boots. Yep, weird thing to do. Yeah. But hey, you know what? It was a good game. <laughs> My personal game of the year, 1999. Yeah, weird. That's not true. All right. That's professional wrestling, everybody. When we yes. come back in two weeks, we will not have two really awful matches. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But until next time, this has been Mon- Every Other Monday's Made of Moon. Thank you so much, everybody. We will talk to you in forever. All right. Bye. Good.